and welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast with me, Gail, and my amazing guest. I finally quit drinking for good in March of 2018, and one of the things that helped me was connecting with people on the same journey as me, hearing their stories and finding inspiration. No matter where you are on your journey to sobriety, I hope you enjoy listening to these stories and hope they bring you inspiration, joy and light so you can find your own sober bliss. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of Sober Bliss Meets. Today I'm delighted to be joined by the lovely Lauren who joins us today from Edinburgh. Hi Lauren. Hi, hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself then and your kind of drinking sober journey. Okay, well, um, it is quite colourful, I have to say that. Basically, I, I stopped drinking around uh, three years ago. I was living in Korea, in South Korea, teaching English and... Um, up until then, I had basically managed to swerve, uh, getting into huge, huge trouble, put it like that. I didn't really have uh, any sort of stop button when it comes to drinking or anything else for, um, for that matter. So yeah, it was, it was really just becoming a, a big problem for me. Towards the end, I was getting into trouble um, spending time with people who maybe don't share the same values there was a whole pile of things going on at risking my job um actually to be honest it was mainly fear that made me stop because I was having um pains in my body I convinced myself that I had some sort of pancreatitis and I'm not 100% sure if it was but I have a fair feeling it was sort of onset and just just the whole psychological side of uh, making the bad decisions, you know, every single weekend there was some, it was just complete carnage. Mm. And um, yeah, I was sort of on a path of self-destruction and I decided to stop in Korea. And um, I just, since then, life has just been getting better and better. And it's just a miracle really. Um, like a lot of other people probably feel like being given a second chance um, mm. so so since then I've sort of been doing a lot of uh, thinking and uh, about what I want to do and uh, how I can give back and uh, so I suppose that's how you and I got in contact um, yeah yeah so when you decided to stop drinking was that it did you say okay that's it I'm not going to have any more and has it been plain sailing after that or how did it go in the early days yeah, that's a good point. So the night I actually decided to stop, I, you know, I, I didn't think, right, that's it forever. Because it's very hard to think uh, long term, you know, mm. when you're in that situation. So I thought, right, I'm going to try and stop for, uh, well, I was about to go on a trip, actually, a little organized trip to one of the islands in Korea. And I thought, right, I'm not going to drink on this trip. And then yeah. after the trip, it, it, you know, I felt, oh, that was okay. I managed to do that. And uh, then I just said, right, I'm going to try and not drink for a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And eventually, well, now it's almost three years and it's just been mm -hmm. going on. And now I can safely say that I'm, I don't plan to ever do that again. But certainly at the beginning, I, it was just taking it one day at a time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what did you do then to help you through the the moments, the cravings to keep mm-hmm. you focused? Well, for me, I didn't actually have any support. And so it was quite tough going, I have to say. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any of the social support. I am quite interested in in certain aspects of spirituality and I was watching a lot of videos and things that really helped me. Um, yeah, what kept me going? It, it really was just taking one one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that's how I did it. I know some people sort of, uh, well, they can go to AA or they've got different sort of different groups, but um, it was also because I got such a shock. I really had such a shock and had such fear that my body, I was actually, you know, the thing with the pancreatitis, I thought, right, that's it. It, it was it was a fear that really made me stop. And I was able to not do it then after that because of yeah. that fear and plus I'd also got myself into some trouble with um, some it it was some sort of negative relationship as well and which really really scared me and so that sort of helped me keep the momentum yeah definitely definitely I suppose um like you said you were in Korea so you would be completely on your own because I would imagine the people who you were with were all young and free and you know partying a bit uh, how did how did other people react were they supported did you tell them straight away and uh, well my co-workers I think they were all well they probably just didn't really believe that that I was going to completely stop drinking because they had <laughs> witnessed my extreme partying ways and they probably thought oh well I actually remember a couple of them said well you know we all we all say that and we all try to give up for a couple of weeks and I remember thinking, oh, thanks, thanks for support. But I know it's yeah, you just have to sort of take it with a pinch of salt. And um, yeah, so some of them were really supportive. And usually you'll find that the people who don't really alcohol doesn't play a big part in their lives are more supportive and mm-hmm. people who maybe have a, a thing or maybe think they should stop drinking or a little more resistant to you stopping drinking because it makes them think about their own uh, the role that alcohol plays in their own lives and um, but you're yeah. going to find that anywhere but yes definitely in Korea Korea has a huge drinking um culture and they're still at this they're at the stage where it is quite rare for people to to just abstain from alcohol and um, there are people that have to of course that have had uh, real real problems with it but certainly the expat community in korea they are uh, teachers and um, a lot of them were a bit younger than me and they do they are there to party and um, mm-hmm. however i did end up meeting some friends that uh, alcohol didn't play a big part in their lives they maybe had a drink now and again and that was really really great uh, so in a way i suppose you could say they <laughs> they were supportive and it was really great to meet them but i didn't even think they existed actually when i when i used to drink well you don't you think that everyone everyone drinks and yeah you that doesn't drink so so yeah i did a little bit on my own and uh, also having support of uh, the friends that i made mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think it's important like you say to try if you can to seek out other sober people in the beginning yeah. um, because then at least you've got somebody who kind of knows what you're going through which does help yeah i was lucky because my husband and i did it together 
So we had support from each other, okay, which good. was hugely helpful. Because I don't know if I could have done it if he'd kept drinking. Yeah. Vice versa. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was what, now, three and a half years ago. Okay. Okay. So, so no, yeah. for you, I mean, I'm 11 months. So you oh, stopped. Well, three yeah. Months. So oh, almost three years. Almost three almost years. Almost three years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's been, um, the best thing then, how's your life changed because of not drinking? Well, I was just thinking about this earlier and, and basically when I used to, to drink and have that, that whole cycle of knowing that I was going to go and drink and that having that fear of because I knew there was going to be carnage and then sort of dealing with the consequences. And mm. during that time, which spanned from basically my late sort of teens, to I was about 30 early 30s then um that having a good day was a sort of rare thing you know whenever I had a, what you could call a good day I was like wow my goodness that I had a good day yesterday and when I stopped drinking I started to have more and more of these good days yeah. until you know most of most of them started to to become a good day and I also um thanks to the you know there's different videos and people that I follow the the sort of spiritual side of things I um I, I try I change my perspective a lot and uh from having such a negative perspective to a more positive perspective and outlook on life and yeah most days were good and you know there are days where it's you still sort of struggle and um mm. from a woman's point of view specifically um hormonal sort of uh, things would affect me more than anything but um yeah so I just started to have a lot more good days and I get up early I would go out on my bike I would plan little day trips and fill my day with things that I love doing going to museums spending time in nature and it was just amazing I, I just literally felt like I have been given a second chance wow. and this is amazing and I, I, I still am so grateful for that and I think about that so often even though you know things sometimes don't don't go the way you want I just am so grateful to have had the strength to get to the, where I am now mm -hmm. yeah oh that's lovely the whole world opens up doesn't it just by stopping one thing yeah then you know the whole world opens up yeah it's incredible yeah um you mentioned um spirituality a bit there so is that a kind of a tool that you use to help you um what is it that you do is it meditation or mm. yeah so well while i was drinking as well i was always sort of interested in this and i knew that um well i was interested in hearing about uh how the way we think affects mm. our reality um and uh, but while i was drinking it was very hard to sort of adhere to that and try to practice that uh while you know going out and trashing getting trashed and destroying my body you know yeah. whenever i could so it was whenever i stopped drinking i could really um I could really focus on that and I suppose it's just the my mindset which I changed instead of thinking you know if something is maybe going wrong instead of thinking of it as a, a necessarily a good or a bad thing just seeing 
seeing it as it is and and just mm -hmm. trying to focus on on the on the positive side of things and meditation does come into it. I do I do meditate mainly to try and clear my mind because I can be quite um my mind is very active that's just uh, the type of person I am so I find that sitting down and clearing my mind helps me function uh, on a day-to-day -day basis uh, especially mm. if I've got a lot of things to do and with this business you know it can all get a little bit stressful but um yeah it's just certainly uh, changing my perspective and when something happens not thinking oh my goodness this is uh you know this is terrible these things always happen just think okay this has happened but that's fine and it's about yeah. sort of, um not focusing on those stories that you've always sort of told yourself and um things that are related to your past and uh, yeah understanding why you act the way you do and when uh, yeah so there's i mean there's lots of things to talk about that but that's a sort of mm -hmm. a sort of overview of how i've 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 changed my mindset yeah so becoming more self-aware and mindful and yeah accepting i suppose that yeah things yeah. do happen but there is a way to deal with it, which doesn't involve yes. reaching for a glass of wine every five minutes. I think that what you said as well, exactly, that's one of the key words, acceptance, you know, it's accepting things that you can't actually change at that minute. And mm. um, I realized I, I was putting up a lot of resistance and it's the resistance that really takes it out of you, you know, resistance to what is and what's happening. And, you know, when we actually uh, come from a place of acceptance, then we can make, a, a, you know, a, the right decision about yeah. what we're facing ahead instead of coming from a place of fear and resistance. So that definitely, I mean, it's an ongoing lifelong, you know, exercise mm. and it takes practice but yeah. it really does improve your quality of life if you're able to, to sort of think like that more regularly. Definitely, yeah. It's a lifestyle choice, isn't yeah. it? Along with um, not drinking, it's a whole lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Choice, yeah. So has there been any, any bad bits about not drinking? Does anything um, annoy you or anything that frustrates you about the whole living in the sober sphere if you like well just to touch on what we were commenting on yesterday on on one of the the facebook posts about how people's reactions to it yeah and it used to really bother me actually as well because you would say to people no i um i'm not going to have a drink and uh, i'm trying to remember i think it was sometimes that I, I went on a date or something like that and you know it was maybe worse because it was a one-to-one -one situation not in a group mm. and the person you're on a date with um, maybe say oh are you not even going to have one and be like no i don't drink and you know just saying sort of maybe thoughtless things or saying oh don't you miss alcohol and and that used to drive me up the wall because i thought that is just so insensitive surely yeah but you know at the end of the day the people they don't know you know, even if they did think that I had a problematic path with alcohol, they don't realize how terrible it was for me and how I remember it. And so after a while, you know, I just started to try and be a bit more understanding. And, you know, the only person that's getting upset when I get bothered is me. So I thought mm. this is, it's not really efficient use of my energy to get bothered every time someone says something a little bit insensitive like that. And um, 
so there's that there's dealing with the, the people's reactions and uh, yeah also having a lack of things to do sometimes can um, be a little bit you know disheartening I would say and can get you down a, uh, at times although I think in the UK definitely and Spain to a lesser extent in the UK there are lots of activities now for people that don't drink and um, I recently yeah. started a meetup group in Edinburgh for uh, you know on a Sunday afternoon people can go and do things uh, we went for a walk and coffee last week and go to the museum and um, so yes, yes. yeah, and uh, I think it's really important. And certainly, if you live in a big city in in the UK, you know, or any any country actually, uh, there'll be more and more activities for you to do. Um, and yeah, one other thing I suppose is people's perception of mm. people that don't drink. Um, I yeah. think people have a sort of stereotype that. Uh, when you tell them you don't drink, there's different ways that people react, you know, some people are curious, other people sort of go quiet as if you've just told them that, you know, a family member died or something, because I, I which it was, but I'm okay to mention it and talk about it. Um, mm. Yeah, so I think it would be great to change people's uh, perception of what it is to to be someone who stopped drinking and change the perception from maybe they I, I have a feeling they think you're like, sort of like a shell of a person with a crappy life and you've no yeah. to do to realizing that you know your quality of life gets so much better and I actually really enjoy being around people who who have maybe stopped just stopped drinking and you know because they're they're just so full of life and often grateful for having uh you know got this new lease of life so yeah those are a few little things that that come up mm. but um yeah that's just the way it is and and it's fine yeah yeah i agree with what you're saying about people's perception of us sober folk that yes. think that either god you must have had a really bad time and god you got a problem yeah or they think somebody said to me once oh what a shame <laughs> I was like no <laughs> no not a shame it's quite the opposite in fact exactly. because when you're drinking you are stuck in a little bubble and it just gets smaller and smaller your world kind of shrinks doesn't it because you just sit on the sofa and you don't move that's yeah. what I did anyway yeah and then when you stop it's like we said at the beginning that your whole world opens out. Yeah. So no, it's not a shame at all. No. And I've never met anybody um, whose whose life has got you know smaller or more dull or boring because they stopped drinking. It's completely the opposite. The opposite. Yeah. But I yeah. think that's what people don't realise. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's kind of what puts people off as well because yeah. I know a lot of people who who think oh you know maybe I should stop or I know people who have got a bit of a problem and they won't admit it and then even if they do admit it they won't do anything about it because they'll think that they'll become one of those shell-like yeah. people who are stuck at household at home all day being bored so yeah, yeah. to try and change your perspective yeah yeah that's right
Um, you mentioned before about your business, um, which is why I wanted to talk to you because it's really exciting. You've combined your love of languages and travel and teaching. Mm. Um, and you've got a fantastic business, Lauren. So can you tell us all a bit about what that is? Yes, no problem. So it's it's all very new and uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. So basically, like you said, because of uh, my love of travel, languages and teaching, uh, I come back from Korea and decided that I wanted to create um, experiences, travel, language travel experiences for people in Spain and uh, specifically in Rwanda. Um, now, as you know, I started out creating this business for a more general public, um, including, uh, well, it didn't. It didn't exclude people who who drank. For example, there was a there was a wine tasting included in it, and I I had this feeling before and when I was creating the business that, um, you know, why don't I create opportunities or experiences for people who don't drink, and I just I ignored that feeling, um, oh. and I know that was my intuition that told me, but I, in a way I was a little bit scared, which is often why we ignore our intuition is because we we are scared of, you know, the implications. And mm. um, so anyway, so fast forward, I've launched this business, uh, which was great. I mean, the product was great. The place is great. The activities were great. But I I was upstairs in my room one day and I just had this this feeling. I don't know how to describe it. But it was inside and it was just something telling me that I should be going down the road of it. Um, creating these experiences for people who don't drink and yes. that's when I knew that's when I knew this is what I should be doing and so even then I was just about to go down to London to promote my my business and I went anyway and it, you know it was hard going here there everywhere and and I, I wasn't really getting much back from it I, I wasn't really getting much interest and I, I know that's maybe the case at the beginning um, for a lot of businesses, I know it is. But mm. then I decided uh, I'd look into this uh, alcohol-free option and I, I gauged interest on some of the Facebook groups and quite a lot of people were interested. And I, I realized that I couldn't really do both. And to be honest, I, I wanted to be true to myself. And, you know, as a non-drinker myself, I thought, you know, this is really what I should be doing. And I want yeah. to be able to, uh, I want people to be able to relate to me. And I, I want to show people that there are things, you, really awesome um, experiences and, and travel and different things you can do out there as a non-drinker. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided last week I'm just going to completely ditch the the side, the the way I originally started, which was with the wine tasting and it was for the general public. And I'm just going to solely focus on alcohol free trips. So um, I've taken a couple of days uh, just to, to sort of stand back because it actually involves a whole sort of rebranding and um, yeah. It's starting from scratch, more or less. I've just got to change my website and everything. But yeah, um, I'm really excited about it. And I, I really want to do it because I feel like there's a lack of this sort of thing out there. And I feel like people could really benefit from these types of experiences. Um, just to give you an idea of what I want to offer. Or, and then I'll, I'll explain a little bit why I think it's, uh, it can really help people. So it would be a five-day sort of experience. People come they take part in some cultural activities. So 
and we've got a flamenco lesson, uh, which is not just for women, by the way, also for men. And um, we've got sort of art history experience there too, a cooking class. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, cooking, really awesome too. Vegetarian options there too. Um, a little bit of uh, Spanish, learning Spanish as well. And uh, a flamenco performance. And you'd stay in a hotel in Ronda. And so mm -hmm. groups of about six people uh, surrounded by this beautiful nature. Rhonda's absolutely beautiful. And um, yeah, I always feel really inspired when I go there. And I think it has that effect on a lot of people. So those are the sort of trips I, I do. You know, maybe have them uh, uh, an outdoors activity focused one or maybe like a foodie focused one. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a sort of goat traditional goat cheese making activity as well. Oh. Uh, there's a night astrology tour you can do as well. There's so many different things there, and I've got so many ideas. But yeah, that that's what's uh, that's what I'm planning right now. And I think uh, just showing people that you can. There are other people out there like you, and you can go out and have an amazing time without drinking. And that's the yeah. whole idea behind it. Yeah, oh, it sounds so exciting. Yeah, I'd love to come along myself, get yes, out of my yes. village for a bit. Yes, you must. Be, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So when's the first trip? Have you got that far yet? Have you got dates and things? So this is what I'm in, in the middle of planning right now. What I want to do this year is um, just, so I'm going to be doing apart you know having my teaching on the side and I want to try a few trips I'd like to try a trip once a month um, mm -hmm. and uh, so there'll be trips with mixed activities so they'll not be the focused ones that I told you not only food and not only outdoor activities so a bit of everything because I really yeah. want to gauge what people enjoy doing and mm -hmm. um, just get an idea of yeah what what people want and get some feedback so my first trip I had planned was in June Okay. And trying to get you know get people together people that are interested in that sort of thing and take it from there have one every month and then the idea is next year to you know really really expand and have the more sort of specialized trips uh, in different places not just in Rhonda but this year it's about um, just do, doing a little bit of research getting the trips going getting people interested and making people aware of of the company mm -hmm. yeah yeah so where could people find you how do we get in touch with you and how do we learn about your your trips yeah, that's a good point. At the minute, um, I've got my, my personal Facebook. I've actually taken off my old company Facebook uh, account because it's it's different and it's it's a different holiday that I'm I'm creating and I, I have to redo that again. I do have a face uh, a closed Facebook group right now, and so I would encourage anybody who's interested in these trips to to contact me on my my personal. Facebook and then I can invite them into that group and that's where I'll be giving updates and um, I will be in the next couple of weeks when I get to Spain I'll be you know creating my new Facebook page again and creating the website where all the information is going to be going to be available but now just getting in touch with me um, my Facebook name is Lauren Bernison I think you can put that in anyway afterwards and if yeah, I'll put it in the link. Yeah, so okay. it would be great, you know, and if you know anyone else who who would be interested in alcohol free trip, yeah, just get in touch and 
uh, June is is when I'm planning the first one. I'll have to get back about the dates. I'm trying to see as well, work around people at when is a good time for them, you know, because yeah, so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm flexible about that. Okay, okay. So at the moment then, if people just contact you directly, yeah, um, and then there will be some more updates coming yeah. soon. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, that's lovely, Lauren. So exciting. I'm so happy for you. It sounds so good. So good. Yeah. The other thing, Gail, I wanted to say is that um, I suppose as well as creating these trips, I want to create this new sort of alcohol-free travel revolution in a way. Um, mm. so a whole new, uh, open a whole new world of alcohol-free travel for people. And I think it could be something really, really big. I know there's, you know, it's happening here here there you know in in small ways there's maybe other uh, people thinking about it too but um it, it's also about like we said earlier changing that uh, perception that people have of people yeah. who don't drink and so as well as uh, organizing these trips i really want to uh, you know almost create like this uh, alcohol free travel revolution where we can change the perception people will think wow actually that sounds like a really awesome trip to go on or you know the people that maybe even just want a break from from drinking um well know. i was just going to say you know it could be kind of like uh, obviously it's an experience but people could treat it as a retreat kind of an alcohol free retreat where they go and do something exciting and fun uh, to a, a place that they've never been before and try lots of different activities and yeah. they do get that break yeah. if you like it could be a kind of, I don't know, maybe a kickstart to their yeah. sobriety, or it could be learning yeah. and getting empowerment. So yeah, yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea, yeah. definitely. I think that, I think you're right, you know, just a sort of taster of what it is, you know, people are very curious these days, and there's a lot of people mm -hmm. that are stopping drinking for various reasons. And um, yeah, just to show them, uh, you know what what this life could be like and to show them there are other people you know like them out there that are doing it and they you know having a, a great time yeah yeah and also the beauty of it is as well because often people have a huge problem when they have to go on holiday and they're not drinking it might be the first holiday or they might yeah. be with friends who drink and they don't but going on one of your trips removes that issue and that sort of yeah. mental struggle completely because you know that you're just not going to drink and, and that's it and it makes everything else I think a lot more accessible and enjoyable because you've yeah. taken away that that worry from everything yeah. yeah exactly and you're able to get up early and fill the day with yeah. loads of really great things you know um, I forgot to say, sorry, Gail, that yeah, the, the company is called We Love Lucid. So, um, yeah, I know you know that already, but uh, yeah. that moving forward, that's uh, what I decided to, to call it. I like that idea of uh, lucidity and mm. having a clear experience of life, you know, and it sort of conjures up um, images, sort of, I don't know, a lot of positive connotations when I hear that word lucid and yeah. It's a brilliant name. I love it. I'll put that in the comments below. So anybody who wants further information, then they can just read below the video and check it all out. Okay, good. Lovely. So just before we wrap up then, Lauren, um, 
what would your top tip be or what piece of advice would you give to somebody who's starting their silver journey and are looking for a bit of inspiration or motivation? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think it's really important just to take one day at a time. I know mm -hmm. everyone says this, but just take one day at a time and that's how you get through it. And, you know, that's how you achieve anything big, really, you know, whether that's starting a new project, whether that's a, any, a new business venture, whether that's being successful at being sober, just taking a day at a time and, you know, get through each day, do a little bit each day to help yourself and a lot of self-care. I think yeah. it's really important, you know, um, you don't be so hard on yourself. Look after yourself. Take take time out to spend time in nature, whether that's reading about a topic that you really like. I know when I stopped drinking, I just read all these books about things that was usually actually Korean politics at the time, but um, <laughs> I went through this phase uh, as well as eating heinous amounts of ice cream. But I'm sure yeah. people can relate to that as well, you know. Um, yeah. So, and and you're going when you stop drinking, you know, a lot of things do come to the surface, and you, it gives you that opportunity to really look um, at why you started doing it in the first place. And it can be it can be quite hard that you know going through all of that, and it can be quite a difficult experience. So I think it's just important to to have self compassion and and uh you know try not to be so hard on yourself because you do have to think about you know lots of memories come up and things you did and this and that and so just sort of go easy on yourself and take everything thank you lauren that's so good advice thank you okay <laughs> so it's been really nice talking to you um and remember you can follow lauren on facebook and all the links will be uh, underneath the video. So thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next time. Okay, Bye. thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please share and subscribe. For more help and support, go to the Sober Bliss website, soberbliss.com. Connect with me on social media and learn how I can help you quit drinking and start living.